Welcome to Last Matt Standing, the podcast where we review, relive, and rank the 100 greatest wrestling matches of all time. As always, I'm Spencer. I'm Landon. And I'm the voice of Louisiana, Bryce Boudreaux. Bryce Boudreaux. Hey, hey. man. How's hey. it going? Oh, man. I'm doing phenomenal, spectacular. How are you guys doing? I'm just as well, I would say. Oh, man, I'm really excited. We have Bryce Boudreaux on the podcast today. Did you hear that? The voice of Louisiana. The voice of Louisiana. You know, I've called myself that for a long time. It never really caught on, though. <laughs> uh, Bryce, listen, it's thank you again for joining us. So, so excited to have you. Um, for, for everyone else that doesn't know, Bryce Boudreaux, like he said, is the voice of Louisiana, but he is also the voice uh, that does the ring announcing for Pro Wrestling 225. So super, super glad that we were able to get Bryce to come and chat with us. Uh, you know, it's going to be a good time, I think. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Bryce, thank you so much for taking the time to come talk to us today. Absolutely, guys. I've really been looking forward to this. Uh, it's been a while since I've done an interview uh, with anybody, and last interview was pretty awesome. So I guarantee you this one will be pretty cool, too. Hey, we really appreciate that. Yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, interviewing Corey Constantine, and, and congrats go out to Corey for his huge championship victory at March Madness. Bryce, how did you how did you like that main event, March Madness? Man, I, I tell you what, and this is kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit, mm. but I've I've known Corey Constantine for a few years now, uh, not for his entire career, but a person that has worked so hard in the places that he's been finally getting that opportunity that he's been looking for for all these years. He's now a headweight champion and one of the biggest promotions in the state. And he's finally got that opportunity and that chance. And now he's the champion. And he's been working so hard for it. Behind the scenes, man, I was uh, I was actually standing next to our general manager, Jordy Pujol, and uh, our media director, CJ Goodspeed. And uh, we were watching the match. And the whole crowd, whenever Mustang came out, the whole crowd was on their feet. And it was just like every time there was a count, you could just feel like you could feel the air being sucked in by the entire room. Whenever they said one, two, <laughs> it was awesome. I looked at Jordy and our, both of our mouths dropped. We we're like, oh, my God, like they're so invested. They love this. It was one of and, the most enjoyable times I've ever had at an indie wrestling show in my entire life. Or at a wrestling show, period. I mean, that was a moment I'll never forget. The hair was standing up in my arms, and everybody in that arena was chanting, Corey. Yes. I mean, I saw you guys front row. Sadly, we didn't really get to talk. Yeah, I mean, it was so intimate, and everybody, we had nearly 500 strong in that building. And, um, man, it was freaking awesome. Like, that was that was cool. And it was an honor to announce Corey as the winner. I don't know, man. It, it was it was just it was just so cool. I'm actually I have goosebumps thinking about it. To be there for that experience was really, really special and a really good time. It was a treat. Yes, so, it was. <laughs> so Bryce, tell us who is Bryce Boudreaux? Tell us uh, what is your story? How did you how did you become the voice of Louisiana? That's a great question. Uh, so if you guys want, we could just shorten this up into two minutes. One day I woke up and I decided to become an announcer, and that was it. Excellent. <laughs> as really. as all things happen. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more to it than just that. Uh, so I pretty much got into the business kind of like yourselves doing uh, podcasting. Uh, I was 17 years old. Now I'm 22. Uh, I'm not that old at all. Like people think that I'm 38 and have wife and kids. Not the story. You are 22, 22 years old. 22 years old, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't even believe it. You could have fooled me, man. Well, what the hell am <laughs> I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, uh, so I was 17 years old, and me and a good buddy of mine, uh, I'll shout him out, Casey Jones, 
uh, we were, we had met and we became good friends and he was a little bit older than me. And we decided after just being super huge wrestling fans, start a podcast. And we started a podcast. Uh, it was called pro wrestling roundabout. I'm not sure if you guys remember it at one time, it was considered the biggest podcast in the state of Louisiana. We had every promotion. Uh, we would go to different shows and pretty much kind of like what you guys do cover the wrestling, interview the stars at every show. And it was, it was just good publicity. It was good business all around. We had a good thing going. Uh, but whenever we first started doing pro wrestling roundabouts, we had known that there was a local wrestling show in town. And it was called Full Throttle Wrestling, uh, ran by this guy named Teddy Nall. Uh, Teddy Nall, just a brief background on him. He, uh, he was kind of like, a, like an apprentice, kind of like a jobber for Mid-South Wrestling back in the day. Uh, he would drive Ted DiBiase, uh, Junkyard Dog, Jim Duggan, Lynn Denton, the grappler. He would drive them from town to town, especially in Louisiana. Anyway, he went and he worked for NWA Polynesian in Hawaii, and that's pretty much where his career went to. I mean, he's still wrestling to this day, but he uh, owned this company. Casey knew of Teddy, and Casey's girlfriend worked at, like, Starbucks, and so he'd go get coffee. Well, Teddy was always at Starbucks, hmm. drank coffee. So Casey was like, "Hey, you're you know you're Teddy Nall. You're from Full Throttle. You're from Full Throttle Wrestling." But Casey would go to the shows and like, "Man, you're missing out. These shows are awesome." So eventually, he sees Teddy again at Starbucks. Like, "Hey, Teddy, listen. Uh, me and a buddy of mine started a podcast." And Teddy's like, "Brother, what the heck's a podcast?" You know, he's, <laughs> he's like, he's like in his fifties, and he he doesn't know what the hell that is. So he's like, "Hey, you know, Teddy, we started a podcast, and uh, we'd like to interview you." And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we can work something out. So eventually we work out this deal where we go to Casey's grandparents' house. Which they have a huge house. And uh, we interview Teddy and the director of opera, the the, the do uh, of Full Throttle Wrestling, <laughs> Scott Duplishan. Uh, shout out Scott Duplishan. But anyway, so we interview Teddy and Scott about Full Throttle and Teddy's career. And Teddy was, uh, how, how, can I, how can I say this? He would not break a character mm. for at all he would not tell us a thing he treated us as if like we do not need to know anything he let it he put it on the line before the interview do not don't you dare act like you know more than me about this uh and yeah. he chopped me a couple times the interview <laughs> he, he put he put the fear of god in, in into me of of wrestling and I, I for a second i doubted like maybe i should not be in this business but uh yeah, so after that, uh, we actually became really good friends with Teddy. And Teddy eventually invited us to the shows. He's like, hey, you boys want to come help set up the ring? And that's just like, hey, you guys want to come do some work for free? So we <laughs> yep. started going to the shows. But as Welcome. a 17, 18-year-old, you're like, hell yeah, I want to do that. Welcome to professional oh, yeah. wrestling. <laughs> that's it, man. And so we would go to the shows, and uh, we'd sit front row just like you guys. And we after the shows, we'd network with the guys and try to interview them. And then um, – we did an interview with Core Cajun, Core Duck Cajun. It's on YouTube. Core uh, got up and slapped me across the face because I disrespected him. Oh, that's fantastic. It's pretty insane. I, I don't yeah. think you are you in the wrestling business until you get slapped in the face. I don't think that's how it works. Nope, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So, right here, I'd love to, to just do a mini shout out to local professional wrestling, grassroots wrestling organizations so that bust their ass to put on shows for people that do not get all of the recognition that they deserve. So so huge shout out to and that's everywhere but from you know local uh, podcasts 
to, and not necessarily Louisiana, just anywhere who has a has a local podcast, local uh pro wrestling even the pro wrestling supporters thank you so much for everything that you do to keep what pro wrestling really is alive you are damn right dude exactly and it doesn't get enough respect i mean if people knew if people only knew that there's wrestling 30 minutes down the road from their house but quality quality wrestling right unbelievable stars uh out of pro wrestling 225 i mean just fantastic exactly like if people only knew there's wrestling like in their hometown rather than driving two hours away for a WWE show that's going to hit you up once a year. Right. You know, and, and you're going to have to pay 20 or not 20, not even 20, $45 for a ticket. Mm-hmm. Whenever you can pay $10, sit front row and watch some great wrestling. Please, please support local wrestling. But so anyway, so yeah, we started interviewing like the local stars and then where it all kind of picked up was, well, picked up for me. Uh, we get, a message from the announcer of full throttle wrestling. His name is Rod Sterling. Uh, Rod reached out to us and was like, Hey guys, look, I want to do an interview. I've got some big bookings coming up. I want to promote myself. Let's do something. So we did an interview with Rod and keep in mind, we didn't have a recording studio. So we rented out the back of a Jason's deli to do our interviews, the conference room of a freaking Jason's deli to do interviews. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Delicious. Free well, ice cream. Free ice cream. Free ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they were the only ones that wouldn't charge us. So, hey, we. we, we hey, listen, you. shout out to Jason's Deli. Hell yeah. 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 Hell, hell yeah, dude. They're <laughs> onion, dude, their French onion soup is off the freaking chain. Listen, give me a Texas barbecue baked potato. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all got y'all to gotta slow your roll. Y'all got to slow your roll. We're not getting money for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that. We, we're not supposed to put them over, guys. My, my what bad. What the hell are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> rookie mistake. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so after interview Rod Sterling, which was a which is an interesting interview. I didn't really know Rod. I remember he would just announce the shows. Uh, very good announcer. Um, he was kind of was like, "Hey guys, you know, uh, there's a wrestler by the name of Houston Carson, which Houston was full throttles heavyweight champion. He had to actually retire uh, due to a heart." Something with his heart, he had an irregular heartbeat, and he just had to stop wrestling. And he had deals from WWE. He was working for Evolve, and he was also full throttle heavyweight champion. So he's like, Houston Carson has retired, and now he's going to become a promoter in College Station, Texas. Would you guys like to come with me to College Station, Texas, and help out with production? So on the side, Rod would not only ring announce, but he had lights, he had a truss, he had pipe and drape, he had sound systems, he had everything. He had microphones. He pretty much was the wrestling show without the wrestlers or the ring. Like, he handled all the production. I was like, yeah, man, hell yeah. And he was like, yeah, I, I would like you to come help me out, whatever. So the first couple shows I had to miss because of work. But um, then Rod was telling us about our wrestling 225. And uh, he's like, man, they had this match. It was a TLC match. It was badass. You guys need to come to that show. The legendary TLC match. I mean, listen, that is a legendary match in Baton Rouge. Yes, dude, it was so good. That, <laughs> dude, off that match was awesome. Anyway, so Rod, like, I was like, oh, you guys need to contact Mikey Boudreaux, Wild Thing, uh, the promoter. You guys need to see if, you know, he'll, he'll let y'all come and y'all can interview some of the wrestlers and then y'all can help me with production. So Rod was the uh, ring announcer before me. Uh, 225. So he was their ring announcer. If you go back and watch some old 225 clips, he's the ring announcer. He has a country accent. 
like you know he's from the sticks or whatever he's a dick <laughs> anyway so uh <laughs> anyway so we started going with rod to 225 and man we we met mikey we met a couple of the other guys and we started networking with them and that was another promotion uh pro wrestling roundabout the podcast uh we didn't re- it didn't really work out so i kind of split apart from that and i started doing my own thing so i would just go on the road with rod me and rod started becoming really good friends and we would call each other every week and you know, it's like, hey, man, I want you to call me to College Station. So we go to College Station and go do a show production. I was doing shows with Keith Lee and Lance Hoyt and Carlito and all, all these guys and, and all the biggest stars in Texas. Bryson Scott, Nathan Jolly, Moonshine Mantel. Jeez, uh, the list goes on and on. I'm sorry if I'm not mentioning any guys. But, uh, man, it was these big, huge, elaborate production shows. Better than WWE pulls out like this stuff was unreal and then after the show we'd go party and it was awesome man. So, the, like, the, the life it. on the road and professional wrestling there you go oh man. it's legendary that's yeah. it dude that's that's what it's all about it's about the after party but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when me and rod just started going on the road and uh i would just i would watch rod and as a kid i always kind of thought about announcing you know i would mimic the announcers you know the following contest, scheduled for one fall, whatever. And watching Rod and everything, I kind of thought, you know, maybe, maybe I'd be pretty good at this. I mean, Rod was giving me pointers, like, whenever he announces what he does. and Behind the scenes of announcing, we started – I started going to a full throttle a lot more and, and helping out, you know. And Rod was his full throttle's announcer still. And then uh, there was an issue with Rod with his job, and he couldn't announce for full throttle. His and, damn uh, full-time jobs. Those right? like real-life jobs. Always getting in the way. Uh, it sucks. That's why, that's why I have a Monday through Friday job, so I'm off at the weekend. There you go. Hey. <laughs> you, you're planned ahead. Yes. Uh, so there was an issue that came up with Full Throttle in town. They had a show coming up, didn't have an announcer. And Rod was like, listen, you know, Teddy, I, I, can't, I can't announce. I have work. And so Teddy was wanting to get our sound guy, uh, Ryan Lambert. He's also a DJ on the local country station. Like, I want to get him to announce. But Ryan doesn't really – he can he could probably announce, but he wouldn't know the behind-the-scenes of announcing because it's a lot more to it than just going out there and saying, hey, the following contest schedule for one fall. Let me say their names and their weights and where they're from. So Teddy was all set on Ryan Keith, which also Ryan or Ryan Ryan Keith, Ryan Lambert, Mike Yeager. You've got like four different names. <laughs> Ryan's also Teddy's uh, stepson. Okay. Let me get Ryan to do it. And like I love Ryan to death, but Ryan was like, dude, I'm gonna shit the bed if I go out there. Like, I cannot do this. And so Rod kept pushing to Teddy, like, Teddy, book Bryce. Bryce knows what he's doing. If you book Bryce, you will not be disappointed. So he booked me and uh that was that, and that was like my first announcing gig, and I went out there, and I, I, I messed up like once. I asked how the crowd was doing like twice in the beginning of the show. It was kind of weird, but uh, other than that, man, I had a great show. I, I announced uh, an NWA title match, which was freaking awesome. awesome. The first time out there. I mean, come on. That's, that's unreal. Yeah, a matter of fact, so you guys were at the show, so Tim Storm is actually Full Throttle's heavyweight champion. Oh, awesome. At okay. the time. At, at the time, Tim was the NWA champion, and the referee was James Beard. Oh, was, what a uh, what a guy, James yeah. Beard! What a ref, so good. That was you, a real you, treat you, seeing him at, at March Madness. Dude, James is a legend, uh, absolute freaking legend. 
Like, with, I'm just going to let you guys in on a secret. Without James, New Japan Pro Wrestling would not exist. What? This Listen, yeah. this sounds like a story I want way more of. We're going to have to do a whole other episode. <laughs> that, I'm so up for that story. Interview James Beard. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Even say you want to interview him because not enough people contact him. Oh, we're in. No, oh, we're, don't, we're don't tell us twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm. We got to go, Bryce. I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, listen. It sounds like you. You know, you got sort of groomed on the road, sort of without maybe even realizing it, and then the opportunity arose, and you took it. How great is that? Dude, that is, it is pretty freaking awesome, man. Uh, yeah, you're right. The opportunity completely arose, and uh, man, after that, I just started. I became the the new ring announcer for Full Throttle, and uh, I was doing all their shows and had to go buy some more suits. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. then, <laughs> then it it, it kind of spiraled into like Pro Wrestling Two Two Five. Rod wasn't able to make the shows because he had to go to work. So Mikey would hit me up. I was like, "Hey, well, could you announce?" And I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I can announce." And whenever action pack wrestling was running and now they're bringing action pack wrestling back, but APW actually, they, they booked me for a show in white castle, which is South of Plaquemine. But uh, I announced that. And then I just started just networking and then just the bookings just started coming and, and uh, it's awesome, man. And now here I am today. I'm having a great time, man. I love, I love what I do. Uh, I've met some freaking awesome people. I'm really young. I'm not a 64 years old as an announcer. I'm probably one of the youngest announcers out there. I love it. I think that would be fair to say. <laughs> yeah, 22. I mean, you, most of the wrestlers are older, probably. I, most of them, I would assume. And you would be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'll tell you right now, you're killing it, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, good. It's really good stuff. Uh, I appreciate so, it, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So what else do you do uh, outside of announcing? What are, what are some hobbies? I don't know if you guys have heard, but I also have a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Um, Listen, we don't so, even have to segue to questions because you're doing it for us. <laughs> this is not your first time. Why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> so uh, I do a lot of stuff beyond wrestling uh, that involves wrestling. Uh, so like I have I have my podcast, The Experience with Bryce Boudreaux, which I started um, a couple years ago. I've, I've had some of the biggest guests in the world. I've had Mike Knox from WWE. Sorry, Shane Taylor from ring of honor mm-hmm. uh tim storm whatever tim i think it was the week before all in the first all in whenever tim storm was in nick aldis's corner tim storm dropped on the show that he would be at all in oh, that's and, fantastic dude let, let me tell you behind the scenes i sent this to all the the rumor and like all these rumor sites and they all were like, okay, well this isn't credible. And I'm like, okay, okay. Watch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then whenever it aired, I, I, I was in Dallas. I was watching, I was at the LSU and Miami game. And I, I saw on, uh, on Facebook, Tim storm makes a surprise appearance at all in. I was losing my shit. I, I could not believe like, Oh my God. I predicted who's, who's credible now. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, man, I've had Tim Storm, Jesse Neal, former TNA star, Jesse Neal, former WWE star, or, oh, sorry, WCW star, Crowbar, former ECW legend, CW Anderson. This goes on and on. There's probably I mean, James Beard's been on the show. But um, I, I was doing the show pretty frequently. We were doing, I was doing live episodes on Facebook, which is pretty insane. It was very hard to do, but uh, yeah. we were getting the job done. It was very unique. Um, 
keep in mind this is live stuff video on facebook we were doing these episodes yeah me. yeah spencer spencer actually knows a thing or two about doing live yeah <laughs> I, I do a little live facebooking myself and it's uh it's an adventure i would say if, if nothing else it's a good time though so so now they've updated this where it's a lot easier yeah. more compatible but back then it was not it oh was it like was useless out. <laughs> yeah it was not good exactly <laughs> So, uh, so so I know the experience with Bryce Boudreaux. I know it returns next month. What can we expect out of out of the experience when it when it comes back next month? Big guest, uh, highly entertaining. Uh, whenever I do a show with somebody, and it's it's really kind of changed because I went away from the Facebook living because it was just it was getting just too many glitches, and now it's more of an audio podcast, kind of like this. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we've got some big guests lined up. I'm not gonna. Listen, if you say okay. anything, we're going to run to the rumor sites and post it all there, and they won't believe us, so it won't matter. <laughs> Listen, okay, if you guys just stay tuned, you're, you're going to see who we'll, who I'll have on the show. You yeah, can. the experience is coming back, full steam ahead. We're not playing any games. I got sponsors lined up. Oh, you're good. Uh, hell yeah, man. We're, we're, we're doing it big. Uh, my audio producer, ironically, my audio producer is uh, – the DJ they were trying to book over me at Full Throttle Wrestling, Ryan Lambert, a.k.a. Mikey O. He's the best audio producer in the freaking world, and he's my audio producer. He does a great job. Well, that's uh, really exciting. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah, so, I, we've, we're halfway to getting Jason Sedelli as a sponsor here, so we're super excited about it. I know, <laughs> I know, that, uh, I know that you can't wait to have the experience back and, and listen, <laughs> we will listen and we're super excited. So um, do you have, uh, I guess when you do have the information as far as where they can find you on social media and things like that, let us know and we'll definitely send that out there for you. Hell yeah. Uh, absolutely. Guys. It's all about, uh, it's all about networking and promoting man. Yeah. Absolutely. We got to love it. Who are some of your favorite, you know, wrestler superstars that you've been able to announce for? And what are some of the, your, you know, the best matches you've been able to announce for? What are some things that really stand out to you? Man, that's a very good question. Um, just recently, I got to announce my hero, uh, Dan the Beast Severn. Oh, fantastic. You guys remember uh, Dan? Dan wrestled Gil. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the greatest match ever. I mean, Dan Dan lost, uh, which I was kind of kind of bummed out about. But uh, growing up, I kind of pulled back the curtain a little bit. I used to be a wrestler. Like uh, I did freestyle Greco. And Louisiana went to the state championships and everything. Two people I idolized wrestling after was Kurt Angle and Dan Severn. Well, I'm not going to pick a, a much better combo than those two guys, right? Exactly. No, Dan was was my. I mean, Dan Dan is one of my heroes. Uh, I would watch his tape from whenever he wrestled for Arizona State, whenever he wrestled in the Olympics, his MMA stuff, and I'd want to be just like Dan. And uh, then. You know, you've heard that saying, never meet your heroes, because your heroes might not be what you think they are. Like, they might be total assholes to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Severn is one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. Uh, I talked to Dan for, like, over 30 minutes, just about his life, and he asked me questions about mine, and it, it was awesome. And I got to announce Dan, you know, you guys can look it up on YouTube, Dan and Gil. And, uh, man, I, I got how oh, I'm getting goosebumps talking about, you know, from cold water, Michigan, you know, uh. whatever. I forgot his weight. He's, he's a farmer, NWA world heavyweight champion and a UFC hall of famer. Damn. The priest. Severed. Yeah. It was awesome. 
But uh, other than Dan, uh, let's see. I've announced Greg the Hammer Valentine. I've announced Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> uh, Did he lick you? Which is, no, no. <laughs> but, what a letdown. <laughs> it was awesome. He was absolutely awesome to work with. Like in the back, he comes up to me. Hello, mate. Are you the announcer? And I'm like, yes, sir, I am. He's like, hey. I'm Bushwhacker Luke from the land down under. I weigh in at 260 pounds. And he, he just like pointed at me. You got it, mate. And I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was exactly like what you think he would be. That's fantastic. And then he, he told me a story about wrestling in Texas with uh, Bruiser Brody. And it was pretty touching. But anyway, uh, yeah, those guys. And then um, – uh, announcing an NWA championship match was pretty cool. Well, I mean, it sounds I, I like I mean, it. obviously, even just the list that you've just the list that you've set already is incredible. And so the fact that you've been able to work with those guys, and obviously the the Dan story is is really really cool. So I mean, congratulations on all that. You've got to be just so excited that already you've experienced that, and you know you're 12 years old, like you said. So to be able to experience that and then go 12 years old, 12 years old. Yeah. I just, in my mind, you get younger every time I think about it. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 I, I, I'm forgetting to, uh, I announced, Oh, Oh, this is a good one. So I announced, uh, one of, uh, Thunder Rosa's last independent matches. Uh, I announced Thunder Rosa versus former WWE women's champion jazz for the SWE. Wow. For the inaugural crowning of the SWE Women's Championship. God, I love Jazz. So good. So good. She, One of the most talented uh, women ever to step in the ring. I mean, so good. Of course. Jazz Jazz actually trained a couple of uh, Pro Wrestling 225 superstars. Wow, fantastic. That yeah, makes sense. She's, she's awesome. She's, she's totally evolutionized herself. Uh, she shaved her head bald. She comes to the ring and it's like you're terrified of jazz. Like she's completely different now. Also announced uh, the Red Dog Rodney Mack. Oh, uh, Rodney Mack, yeah. That I mean, star as well makes sense. I don't know. If you guys remember Teddy Long was his manager. Of oh yeah, he was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, you know it's Rodney the Mac Mack Militant. Person. That's that was his theme song. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. You know it's the Mac Militant. Oh, because yeah. Teddy Long used it after that forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he still does to this day. Uh, uh, Rodney Mack versus Tim Storm. For the SWE uh, heavyweight championship. Oh man, that sounds like a classic. So, um, I, you know, here at Last Match Standing, we rank and review and relive the 100 greatest wrestling matches of all time. So we thought since Ooh, we had, yes. yeah, it's it's great and it's the hardest thing that. we've ever done. <laughs> but <laughs> um, since we have you on, Bryce, the voice of Louisiana, we thought it would be fun if we maybe put together a short list of who we might consider the last announcers standing. So mine would be a little bit different. I know a lot of people would be like Michael Buffer, Bruce Buffer, uh, Howard Finkel, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like the ones that everybody thinks about. I have a different list of announcers, definitely high up on the list. David Penzer. All right. uh, Yeah. Former, former WCW and TNA announcer. Uh, David, I, I idolize like there's, if you, if you really pay attention, there's some stuff like whenever I announce, I model after him. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Tony Chimmel. Oh, love Remember, Tony. Chimmel. Gotta love Tony Chimmel. Dude, just his voice. He has 
a lot of a lot of announcers don't even have a voice. Like me, I don't have a voice. I just go out there and announce. I mean, Tony Chimble has a voice, and he goes out there and he's got you. I mean, he mm-hmm. has. Whenever, whenever I hear his voice, I think about watching SmackDown in 2004. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, dude, Tony Chimble's voice is awesome. Uh, Jeremy Borash from uh, TNA. Now love JB. Now a WWE producer. Dude, Jeremy Borash, the way he would announce main events was just awesome. I kind of idolize him. I model myself after him. He was a great announcer. Great host for shows as well. Um, let me think some more. Oh, oh, Greg Hamilton, of course. I First uh, of all, I appreciate you saying that because I was going to bring up Greg Hamilton because I do think okay. that he is, I mean, he's superb. I think he's really, really good. And he wears great brown shoes all the time, just as a general <laughs> dip. Greg, Greg's a great guy. I, I got the chance to meet Greg in Lafayette uh, after a SmackDown. Uh, Greg is a good guy. He's freaking awesome. Considering the fact that he's, like, before he was doing this, like, he had no interest in wrestling at all. Like he was announcing like MMA or like bikini competitions. Uh, like it was stuff like that. And WWE hired him because that's what WWE wants. Nowadays they want like that news host look. They want that guy from like the news to announce. So you're saying if, you're saying if I, if I slick my hair back and I go do some wet t-shirt contests, I can be in WWE. Essentially, dude. I'm, I'm gone. There, there's video of him doing that. But no, Greg is <laughs> absolutely awesome. Uh, he's he's one of the best out there. Uh, definitely. Yeah, Greg. Greg is very good. Uh, and I don't know his name, but he is the New Japan uh, English announcer. If you guys pay attention to New Japan, uh, whenever a New Japan star comes out, the announcer says the uh, the guy's name in English, and then there's another announcer that'll do their name in Japanese. But the guy that does their name in English, he is Japanese, but he has to pronounce it like Japanese pronounce their names. So it's like Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega, and I think it's just freaking awesome. But uh, I don't know his name, and no one knows his name. But uh, I think there's some pretty good ones. There is not a soul that knows his name. <laughs> Absolutely but listen, that—that that is a good list. That is an awesome list. I really like yeah. that last announcer standing. That first of all is a great spinoff for us to do later in life. But the five of these are really, really good. Uh, you know who oh, I hey, really? Hey. Yes, go ahead. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, and uh, also, can we put my trainer on there, Rod Sterling? Rod Sterling. But I thought he was just a hick. <laughs> no, no, I love, I love how to death. I was busting his balls. He's. He's 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 the guy that brought me to the business. Uh, well, not the guy. He he's the guy that trained me to be an announcer. So yeah, I had to put him over. Rod, uh, one of the best, one of the highest respected announcers in the South. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really good. You know, I was going to mention, and I and hey I, hey, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're so good. Bob, an, an old announcer for ECW, Bob Ortiz. He was a very good announcer too. That's it. I'm done. I thought I thought you were going to say Bob Barker. I I would say Bob Barker. <laughs> Listen, he did the prices raw. That counts. That Hell totally yeah, counts. Dude, Chris Jericho, I'm gonna take you over my knees. <laughs> <laughs> any place, any time, Barker. That's <laughs> the best. <laughs> it's just the best. Oh man. Bryce, let us let us know. Let all of our let all the listeners know where can they find you on social media. 
Uh, let's see. You can find me on Facebook, simply Bryce Boudreaux. I'm pretty much just on Facebook. I have an Instagram, but it has nothing to do with me at all. I just post random stuff. So you probably <laughs> it's like a John Cena Instagram that. account. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, awesome. Exactly. Uh, I'm shocked you guys know about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's kind of a deep uh, cut, but it's really good. <laughs> yes. So I have I have one of those. But you don't have to follow that. It's it's really weird. And so we um, will make sure that we drop. Uh, just make sure that your. I mean, your name is obviously going to be all over this. But um, you know, Bryce Boudreaux is is a very Louisiana name. So I want to make sure that everyone uh, knows how to spell it to make sure they yeah. find you at the right place. B o u d r e a u x. And then uh, go ahead and follow the experience. Uh, I'm on Facebook. See, it's the experience with Bryce Boudreaux on Facebook. It has an Instagram too. I think it's the experience live on Instagram. I think that's it. And then we're, I'm on Castbox too. I'm trying to expand to Spotify. It's really hard to get on there, but uh, look us up on Castbox. That's where we can listen to all the episodes. Awesome, so, awesome. Well, Bryce, yeah. thanks so much for taking the time to to sit down with us and and go down memory lane a little bit. Uh, it's been an absolute blast having you on the show. Can't wait to see you at Two Two Five Mania. Yeah, hey guys, absolutely. Hopefully, I'll get the chance to talk to you guys. Uh, uh, and I, I apologize again, man. I really want to come and talk to you guys and praise you guys. You guys did a great. Actually, I'm gonna do it right now. You guys did a great interview with Corey. Uh, Corey, Corey's a different cat. I love Corey to death, but uh, like getting him to talk and and do an interview is really hard because he's not a big talker. And uh, you guys did a great job, man. And Corey, Corey praised you guys. I said, dude, I kind of marked out whenever Corey went over to you guys and like during his entrance and kind of like did a little thing with you guys. I thought that was awesome, but I want, I really wanted to come talk to y'all, but, uh, dude, it was, it was left and right. Like people are coming up to me like, Hey, you got to get on the microphone and say that somebody needs to move their car. Hey, how, <laughs> go, get, how, how, how much are they charging for the jambalaya and the concession stand? What are the concession stand money going to? And, Oh, you know, you got to recognize this person. And where's the guy that's singing the national anthem? Just the life of an announcer. Uh, why did I go out there? I know, dude. Being an announcer, like I said, there's so much more to it than just saying people's names. You're pretty much the entire show is in your hand. You're pretty much producing the show in, in the ring. I mean, it's 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 so crazy, and there's only a few that can do it. Uh, we appreciate the praise. I was very very kind of you, and and having Corey on um was uh, just i mean you know kind of like you said you kind of marked out we we did too when Corey, you know the initial intro of that was just a whole lot of fun so being able to have him was really great and then having you has been stupendous as well and you do an amazing job you know run, watching you run around um you know at at march madness was a lot of fun and uh you do a hell of a job and so we're excited to see um what you do moving forward we're excited to follow the experience next month uh but before i let you go i would be remiss to not ask you um, since this is last match standing, what do you think is the greatest wrestling match of all time? Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Loaded question. I'm going to just, you know, quick fire. It's it's the kind of question that you always have an answer to, right? Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, now man. you know how so, difficult our jobs are. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys have a list, and I'm sure everybody says, like, Flair Steamboat or Rock and, and Hogan and whatever uh, i don't know um no my 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 favorite matches are completely different from that so what i consider to be one of the greatest matches of all time terry funk versus Atsushi onita uh fmw uh it was an exploding time bomb 
uh, barbed wire rope death match at Toyota Stadium. Oh, this hell yeah. I think I started bleeding just from you saying that, actually. <laughs> there you go. And there was a lot of blood in that match. It's one of but those it, matches that you can smell just by saying it. <laughs> yes, because there was a lot of gunpowder and there was a lot of, there was a lot of Guts. fireworks. <laughs> Burning no, flesh. Uh, actually, I'm actually going to send a link. I don't know if you guys have seen this match, but I, I will definitely send you guys a link um, after we're done here. So you guys can go watch it and uh, just watch like a little bit of it. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. The fact that you know, they're in Japan, it's Terry and it's prime and he's facing Atsushi Onida, which is now a legend at the time. He was just a young star. He was pretty much like the Roman reigns of Japan at, at that time. And Atsushi looked up to Terry as, as the teacher and he modeled his career after him. And they had this, exploding rope time bomb death match to where there's a countdown clock and at the end of the match the ring explodes and uh man it's so crazy because like at the five i think like it goes there's a countdown clock and like at the five minute mark there's uh like a siren that goes off and it's like like do like like there's a bomb and it's the siren, and it gets scary. And, like, they start panicking. They're like, this match has to end. This match has to end, or the breeze can explode. And it's, like, it's insane. The story they tell in, like, the last minute, the siren gets even crazier and louder. And, oh, my God. It, it's, it's so much more than just wrestling to it. And the match ends in a draw. Like, Atsushi Onita just jumps on top of Terry just to protect him from the explosion. Luckily, they were both okay. It was a pretty big explosion. But after the match, Terry tells Atsushi in the locker room, uh, uh, you have this match. Uh, you bring, I'm bringing you to America, and we're going to have an American hardcore match. And you're, you're going to play by my rules. And Atsushi started crying because he had so much respect for Terry. Oh, man. It's, it's, I, I consider that one of the greatest matches of all time. Uh, also... Pretty underrated. Let me get William Regal versus Daniel Bryan, WWE Superstars in London, England, 2011. Uh, a very good technical wrestling match. Deep cut, uh, yeah. We love yep. a good technical wrestling classic. So, I listen, I'm I'm writing it down right now. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's just one. And just seeing William Regal, one of my all-time favorites wrestling – against Daniel Bryan, a guy that he helped train uh, in a technical match where it's just wrist lock after wrist lock after wrist lock. It's just awesome. I guess you can consider it wrestling because uh, it essentially was it's combat sports. Um, uh, Dan Severn, Ken Shamrock, I forget which UFC it was, but the match was essentially wrestling. Uh, and preferably... I love a good a, a a very good sport oriented wrestling match. Um, to me, it should be about the grappling and the holds, and and the way you know throughout the match you weaken your opponent rather than let me hit the ropes and jump off the top rope and cut a flip. Right. Um, and I you know I'm not trying to destroy all that stuff, but I mean I like sport oriented wrestling. What it used to be. Uh, oh, and and another one. Um, uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Matt Riddle, Bloodsport. I think I think it was the first Bloodsport pay per view 
and in New Orleans, it was a WrestleMania weekend. No ropes, just a it was a grappling style match. And that that's one of the greatest matches I think I've ever seen. You uh, have given us an incredible short list that uh, it, none of those are on our list currently, right? But that sounds like <laughs> some that we were we're gonna have to to kind of relive and and dive deep into and see if they can't go on this list because uh, the, the I mean all of those sounded like complete bangers. Dude, I want to see I want to see more interviews from you guys and interview some more guys uh, from 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 two two five. I do have a quick question. Before we have answers. Um, okay. Which one of you guys was in DGW? So that was actually Paul. Paul and I actually had a match together in DGW. It was the opening match of God. I can't remember what the name of that show was, but it was one 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 show we we opened it. We opened it, and it was it was the show where every match was supposed to be like a hardcore match in. We okay. didn't have a hardcore match, but <laughs> <laughs> it was it was I guess a tryout match you could call it. And um, Paul did great, and they asked him to come back. And I and Landon is now got, doing a podcast. And now I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listen. Well, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, we actually haven't talked about that much on on the on the podcast itself. So now our listeners will know that Landon is, uh, has been a very successful professional wrestler. <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Paul, uh, we've talked about Paul a little bit wrestling. Um, and of course we know that I am uh, a small human and that would be a terrible idea for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but. <laughs> well, uh, man, it's so crazy. Cause like I used to, before I even got in the business, like I would see DGW pop up on YouTube all the time. And I would watch the videos, and I remember messaging the page. I mean, like, you guys should definitely go get trained and go pro. And then, fast forward years later. Simon and JTM, man. Simon, JTM, Brad, which is now Dale Springs. Yeah. Dale Springs, who has the greatest gimmick of all time. I love Dale Springs. Someone fight me. I don't care. Dale Springs, the professional golfer, is the best ever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes uh I, I i love dale with all my heart man uh dale actually used to be an announcer before he was a wrestler mm. uh maybe i shouldn't be saying that i don't know but uh yeah dale dale's awesome man uh, brad whatever you want to call him he's 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 legit man he's doing it big he's all over the country the only thing he hasn't done is fight joey ryan so hopefully that'll happen soon hell yeah. i'd pay to see that yeah <laughs> Uh, Bryce, we will drop your uh, Facebook link below uh, in our show notes as well and uh, make sure that uh, that people have access to find you because uh, you have quite the journey that you've gone through so far and there's only more awesome stuff to, to come and we can't wait to watch it and, and get people following you as much as we can. Hell yeah, guys. I really do appreciate it, man. Experience uh, coming back and I, I can't wait. I'm excited. We're looking forward to it. Uh, and listen, like you said, we'll definitely do a little more uh, interviews. As anybody that, that's willing, we'd be happy to. So uh, until next time, I'm Spencer. I'm Landon. And I'm the voice of Louisiana, Bryce Boudreaux. And this is Last Match Standing. <laughs>